Welcome to the View from the Penalty Box podcast with Cam Connor. Classic hockey stories from one of hockey's toughest enforcers. Episode 40, I'm Cam Connor with my son, Chris. So we're back, everyone, and we weren't actually planning to record an episode. You didn't have that much to talk about yet, Dad, so you were holding off. And then the Battle of Alberta happened a few days ago, and it got you all riled up, and you said, let's record something. So this is probably going to be a short one, but with Dad, you never know. <laughs> it could go on for a while, um, but we're anticipating... A shorter episode just to bring up your thoughts. Dad, before I hand the microphone over to you, just wanted to thank everyone for their reviews on iTunes and Spotify. And if you have any questions or topic ideas, send us an email at viewfromthepenaltybox at gmail.com. And always follow Dad on Twitter, Cam Connor NHL, Instagram, Facebook. So, Dad, talk about the Battle of Alberta. Well, I know I talked a little bit about Cassian and uh, him fighting Kachuk because Kachuk ran him. Kachuk is the is a young forward that plays for Calgary Flames. He's got a lot of talent. His his father was one hell of a hockey player. In the NHL, his brother, I believe, plays for, I want to say, Buffalo. They're a good hockey family. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, in the game of hockey, there's there's things that you do and you don't do. And, uh, you know, so he ran Cassian two or three times. And Cassian, who plays with the Oilers, who is a, a big guy, aggressive. That's how he plays. He was a former first-round draft choice, so he's not just a big guy and a fighter. He can play the game of hockey, too. In fact, he plays on McDavid's line most of the time. But, you know, Bettman's kind of changed this game. And uh, you had to show up. And if you didn't show up, you know, you're not going to last very long playing the game of hockey. Well, Bettman, you know, he'll say, well, it's uh, look at how many people are watching hockey now. And the fans love it more. He's taken pretty well the hitting out. When I see the commentators talk nowadays about Oh, did you see that hit? That's hardly a hit. That's just like bumping into somebody. You know, you can't do an open ice hit anymore. If you hit somebody who's got their head down to center ice, man, they used to knock guys out back in the day. Scott Stevens, you come down the middle of the ice with your head down, you better put your head up because you, you got kabanged, man. Oh, man. I mean, I do admit it caused some concussions, but you learn to play with your head up. So, Batman, you know, if you're a forward and you dump the puck into the uh, offensives, into the into the other team's zone, and you go to go around the D, back in the old days, the D could take you out, and uh, now you got to let the guy go, because otherwise they call it interference. I've seen guys who just had their, their stick up against somebody's shin pads. They got a slashing penalty. Like, like they don't allow you to play a, an aggressive game at all anymore. So when I saw, okay, so so Edmonton Oilers and, and the Calgary Flames, they're about a three-hour car ride from each other in the province of Alberta. So there is a little bit of a rivalry, no doubt about it. And so when this thing with Cassian, Edmonton Oilers, and Kachuk, Calgary Flames started up, 
Well, it got a little bit of interest. Uh, unfortunately, you know, Kachuk wouldn't fight back. Cassian was pissed at this guy because this is the third time he ran him. And he actually went out of his way, leaving his appointment in, in, in the defensive end. And he ran Cassian behind the net, who was already mucking with another Calgary Flames player. So he went out of his way to hit this guy. He knocked his helmet off twice. So after the third time, Cassian went after him. He had enough. You know, the rules are no rules. So he went after him. And, of course, Kachuk didn't do anything. And Cassian gets two-game suspension and so on and so forth. Now, when Cassian came back, the first game back for him after serving his two-game suspension was in Edmonton playing the Calgary Flames, so be it. You know, the question was, oh, is Cassian going to go after him? There's no way you could go after him. You can't. You know, the NHL sent somebody to watch the game to make sure that all the rules were followed and that Cassian didn't go out of his way to go after Kachuk. As it turned out, the Edmonton Oilers fans, they showed up. All the seats were full, and that was kind of old-time hockey they were expecting. It turned out to be a good game. And there was a fight. Kachuk did drop his gloves with Cassian. And uh, hats off to him. I'm, I'm, I'm glad he showed up. And so now, a week later, they got to go back to Calgary, Edmonton. And Calgary playing in Calgary, which today is February 3rd. Super Bowl was yesterday. And the Oiler game, Calgary game, was on Saturday, February 1st. So the Calgary fans are anticipating Another rough game, and they filled the stands. They filled the stands. And sure enough, a guy on the Oilers, a little guy named Gagne, who kind of be, you know, he's a, a good hockey player, and he poked at uh, a puck that maybe the goalie, Camp Talbot, was covering up. Well, Camp Talbot just lost it. He he jumped right on top of Gagne. And, you know, these goalies, they don't take their mask off and make it a fair fight. He's going after Gagne. He's already on top of him. And the blocker probably hangs out probably six inches past your fist, you know, when you're wearing a blocker like the goalies wear. And he started drilling Gagne in the face with the, with the, with the blocker. And I wonder why he didn't get any extra penalty minutes for that. And so then everybody on the ice starts getting involved to help each other. And then the goalie went after somebody else and he kept his mask on to Cam. And, you know, Cam doesn't have to do that. He went after another oiler and then fights started breaking out. It's an unwritten rule in the game of hockey that if a goalie is getting involved and in going after hockey players in his own end, and I saw it many times back when I played, the goalie who is at the far end his job is to go after the other team's goalie. It's goalie versus goalie. So the Oilers goalie Smith, he came out to center ice and he stood there because I think there's a penalty if you go across that red line. So he stood right at that red line, didn't cross it. And then after a while, Cam Talbot saw him there. So Talbot skated to center ice while there were scraps going on. And they went at it. And uh, I know on my Twitter page, we show that fight. You know, it said there was like 1.7 million viewers. And so when I look, and I also PVR'd it, so when I rewind it and I was watching it, I noticed the Calgary Flame fans were all standing and cheering. Like, this was old-time hockey. There was not goon stuff 
where back in the day when you played the Flyers or the Boston Bruins, they had two, three, four, five top guys. In the case of the Bruins, those guys were, for the most part, pretty good hockey players, and they did play a pretty regular shift. Flyers, few of those guys hardly got on the ice, but they would just jump you from behind. So if somebody went out that was playing the Flyers and was aggressive, all of a sudden, you'd feel one of these guys on your back, and they just jump you. The coaches would send guys out. I remember that coach used to coach Buffalo and some other teams, Mike Keenan. He sent guys out after me. The guys would come up and say to me, I'm sorry, I got to fight you. My coach sent me out after you. So that's goon hockey, and the coaches contributed that, you know, to that era. There's no doubt about it. That's cleaned up, that's gone, and that shouldn't be in hockey. But hockey is a it's a it's a game of reactions and it's a physical game. You don't have an out of bounds where if you're going to get hit. You can you run over the sidelines and you don't get hit. There's no out of bounds in hockey. You're going to get hit, and you know that. You play the game. That's the rules, and it's all fair and square. You got to learn how to carry a puck with your head up. You got to have good peripheral vision because if you're just looking straight ahead. It's the guy coming at the side you don't see that's going to plow you. So you got to have good peripheral. You know, Bettman's taken a lot of this away from the game. And I still think that we'll put record number of people in the stands. I think a lot of the empty seats, maybe even though they're paid for, will people will start showing up again. So that game in Calgary, way to go. What good hockey. And when Calgary comes back to Edmonton, you bet everybody's going to be pumped up to go see it. And so I just think that we got to bring that kind of hockey back. And if it's a fair fight, drop your gloves. You shouldn't be afraid of, like Cassian, he let that Kachuk run him two times because, he, you know, there's no penalty called. But he knows because he's an aggressive player that if he was to run Kachuk, he would have been in the box. Simple as that. And so he had to behave himself. And so after the third run at him, I would have lost it too. So my hat's off to Cassian. And uh, what really good hockey. It really was good hockey to watch. It was old-time hockey. It was all in both all the papers in Edmonton and Calgary. It was written up about this game. And like I said, 1.7 million viewers will turn to watch that fight. It was unbelievable. It was great, great hockey, and uh, I miss it. And so did a lot of other fans that grew up seeing a fair fight on the ice and... Uh, you know, tempers boil over, and it it, it was wonderful. So I, I hope that uh, there's a little bit more leniency. And the refs, the refs let these guys play because they could easily do what they always do. Oh, you raised your stick a little high. Oh, that's two minutes. Oh, you looked at them bad. Oh, that's two minutes. So the refs, hats off to the refs, that let these guys play the game of hockey and didn't keep blowing the whistle all the time like they do. So I know that, you know, when I play with the Rangers, and I'm thinking it's like this now, hockey is so expensive to watch. Like the seats, they're so expensive. There's no doubt about it. And so what I think is happening now, yeah, we're getting a lot of people showing up to the games. And I think, and I don't have any stats on this, but I got to believe when I see the prices in Edmonton and Calgary and Montreal and a lot of the other cities, the price of a ticket is scary. It's just so expensive. And so when you see, you know, a lot of Madison Square Gardens, there was a lot of empty seats down in the lower section. But 
the Rangers, those are seasoned corporate ticket holders. And if the prices go up, these Fortune 500 companies, they don't care. They pay them. And then, you know, just for the big games, they'll use the tickets. And just the average game, you'll see those seats are empty. They're paid for, but they're empty. And so I know that, you know, with the game of hockey, so you get a lot of corporate buying season tickets. You get some people that love the game of hockey and, you know, they have a few bucks and they're able to afford season tickets. Okay, they'll buy it. But the average hockey fan who just loves that game, who just love to take their youngster to watch a hockey game, they can only go once or twice a year. Like, they got to save up. I'm just sorry that the game of hockey has, has gone in that direction. It's turning out to be a rich man's game. But uh, I don't really know what we can do about that. So uh, I just had to get that off my chest. And we were going to go after that topic, but I thought since the Super Bowl was yesterday and you made a prediction on Twitter, if you want to talk about if your team won, who did you predict to win, and if you have any quick thoughts on the Super Bowl. Well, you know what? I made a prediction. I believe that uh, Kansas was Kansas City, the Chiefs, were favored to win, not by a lot. But I saw in the playoffs, I watched San Francisco, and I said, boy, that is one good football team. And they actually finished higher point-wise than the Chiefs did. So my gut was telling me, you know what? The cream rises to the top. I'm going to go against the flow, and I picked 49ers. And boy, when I watched that game in the first part, I said, oh, boy. The Chiefs are just kicking butt. Boy, did I make a mistake. And all of a sudden, the game turns around. And then I said, boy, I guess I know what I'm talking about. The next thing you know, it scores 20 to 10 for the 49ers. And with six minutes and a little bit left, all of a sudden, the Chiefs scored three touchdowns. Bang, bang, bang. You know, the best team won. And when the when the Chiefs started turning it on and they got control of the ball, passing, running, you know what? I don't know if they wanted it more or they just had a better team. You can't argue with the results. The best team won. And so my hat's off to the Chiefs. But... I still got a chance because before the season started in the NHL, I picked Tampa Bay. Well, they started the season off pretty rotten. And then I was thinking, okay, it wasn't a good pick. And then as time went on, they were kind of average. And I, you know, my son asked, do you want to change your pick? And I hung with them. And I saw the paper the other day and they had out of all the NHL teams, Tampa Bay was ranked number two favorite to win the cup. Number one being Washington. So I've got a chance right there. So Tampa, as much as I love the Canadian teams, be it from Canada, you know, I hope some of the Canadian teams win. And if you live in the States, you hope the American teams win. It's that simple. So hats off to the Chiefs. You beat the 49ers. You've got to have a beautiful Super Bowl ring. Now we're going to see what hockey brings. So we said it would be a quick one. We'll have a, another episode coming up that'll be a lot longer and in more depth and answer some of the questions that have been sent over the past few weeks. Until next time, I'm Chris. And I'm Cam. Cam.